Hey, college kids, welcome back to my podcast, Who Cares About College? This is part two of my interview with Jack, so if you have not checked out part one, make sure to do that. Subscribe and check out my blog, acollegekid.com, for college-related content, and follow me on Instagram at underscore acollegekid underscore. Well, for this episode, is it's this episode's really special because Northeastern, this university that Jack attends, has a very special co-op program, cooperative education program, that we dive into extensively. I hope you enjoy. So we've gone through college application, you've chosen Northeastern, now let's go into Northeastern as a school. And I will say, Northeastern has really impressed me because I've only recently heard about it, like specifics about it. And I mean, it sounds incredible and it sounds a little bit different than most colleges. It, so I'll let you elaborate on the co-op program, which is the specific thing I'm talking about. So can we get into Northeastern? So you coming into Northeastern immediately, what was it like? Was it like a normal college experience where you, you know, pick out your classes and you just go to lectures and stuff? Or does Northeastern, I guess, I guess, arrange it a different way? Because they do have this co-op program that I'm pretty sure the vast majority of students do um, participate in. So can you explain how Northeastern is different from university or do, do they structure it the same way? So I actually started my college, first day of college in China. I was accepted to NUN China. Mm-hmm. Um, I was accepted to the NUN program. And if you're not familiar with it, Northeastern has this program where you can either be accepted to the regular um, campus or you can be accepted to NUN. And NUN essentially means that you spend your first semester in a foreign country um, and you can choose from 14 different countries. So your application says, congratulations, you're accepted to Northeastern University, NUN program. Um, and they, they give you a list of 14 countries, Australia, London, Czechoslovakia, um, Canada, China, uh, and a bunch of others. And I chose to go to China for my first semester. So I arrived in China, very jet lagged, uh, a lot of culture shock. And the way it worked is I was, Basically, I was I was told what courses I would take because um, there was only 40 of us that went to China. It was a very small program and there weren't a lot of courses offered, but they did assign me courses that would, you know, help me advance with my, my major. It wasn't just going to be random things that wouldn't count for specific credits. So that was that was unique and that was different. Actually, one third of Northeastern's population does anywhere in China. Um, so about 1,000. 800 students, I believe, or 1,200 students do NUN, and then they come back to Northeastern's main campus for their spring semester. Uh, and I have a question about Northeastern. So again, it is different. Well, actually, can you elaborate on what the co-op program at Northeastern is for people who aren't familiar with it? Because I don't think most colleges don't offer it, but I think it's still an amazing program. So the co-op program, co-op stands for cooperative education, is a requirement Uh, in Northeastern, you have to complete a co-op. And basically what a co-op means is you complete a six-month paid, and they stress the paid part, paid um, internship. So in your sophomore year, you have a chance to begin the co-op process. And basically you it's a job application. You apply to as many or as little co- companies as you find interesting. If you're interested in business, you can apply to um 
banks or to startups or to financial services companies. If you're interested in sciences um, or medicine, you can go into the pharmaceutical industry or you could do a co-op at a hospital. If you're interested in, I don't know, drama or the arts, you can do a co-op at a, um, a drama production organization or a music production agency. I don't know. Anywhere you want. In my case, I was interested in the law. Um, I was interested in social in social sciences. So that's where I um, did my process. And basically you spend one semester, you, you get into a class called uh, the co-op class and they basically explain to you how to write a resume, how to write a cover letter, um, how to conduct an interview because you have to do interviews for all of these positions. Um, and at the end of the day, you, 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 you do an interview, you apply for these positions and, at the, and you hope that you'll get accepted to a paid job that you'll do for six months. And in that time, there's no school. So you basically leave Northeastern and you do six months at a job. And what's really unique about that is it's different from an internship because an internship is one, two, three months. Um, this is six months. So you really get that experience and there's nothing else going on. You don't have to study. You don't have to worry about anything, but just really get involved in, in that uh, company and its culture and learn as much as possible. And I would say for anyone who um, is looking to get competitive once they leave, University Northeastern is really a good place for you. We have the number one job placement, um, and that's because the employers love to see people that have previous experience. And at Northeastern, you can do as many as three co-ops. You can do three six-month paid co-ops at three different companies, or if you want, at the same company. Um, and by the time you've done your third or your second one, um, you also have a very good chance of staying with that company once you graduate. And they say, well, we really like what you've offered us in this co-op. Uh, why don't you come and work for us once you graduate, which is something that's really valuable. And a lot of people see um, see as an important, uh, important component of Northeastern. It is the hallmark of Northeastern. It is what makes Northeastern who it is. Um, and, um, and yeah, if you'd like, I can explain to you my specific process um, and where, I, where my co-ops were. Um, yeah. yeah, I definitely want to get into that. I just want to um, quickly get over, go over one thing. So with Northeastern, in order to do these co-ops, you need to know what you want to do. Like, right, it's internships are focused on specific things. So coming into Northeastern, is there pressure to select something like a field of study or a major immediately so you can get like experience or get a co-op um, sooner or as fast as possible? Or is it still more lenient where you can declare a major I think most schools do it around the end of sophomore year. So does Northeastern have that? Or are you guys more pressured to like choose something? We, we're not pressured at all. I think the average student at Northeastern changes their major three times. So someone can come in wanting to study science and they transition to studying engineering and then they transition to business. You don't have to declare a major. I, I've never even heard about there being like a, a timeline for when you have to submit a major. One thing that is um, that you have to do is you're part of a college. So Northeastern has DeMora McKing School of Business, the College of Arts, Media and Design, College of Engineering, College of Social Sciences and Humanities, College of Science. Um, so you, you kind of like go into a school. And also one thing to mention is that I got into Northeastern in the College of Social Sciences and Humanities. Um, and then I requested to transfer well, not really transfer, but to do a dual degree in um, the College of Social Sciences and Humanities and the business school. That's why my, my degree is 
business administration and political science. So I'm part of two, two, um, two different colleges within the university, which is something that's also very unique because um, if you like two different disciplines, you can pursue both disciplines at the same time. I think we have probably over 20 or 30 dual degrees. So there's dual degrees between arts and business or um, engineering and business or arts and engineering. You can do all different combinations of, um, of, of majors so that if you're interested in two disciplines, you can pursue that. So I would say one thing that, um, that, that will help you kind of decide what kind of co-op you want to do is what college you're in. If you're in college of, of, of um, business, the business school, you're probably not going to apply to drama co-ops. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to declare like, okay, I'm going to be finance or I'm going to be uh, industrial engineering. But you, 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 you do know that you're part of the engineering school or the business school. And I definitely want to get to your um, co-op experience itself, but let's go back to the NUN spending your first semester, like first ever semester of Northeastern in China. So you did say that you were told which classes to take, but can you just tell me about your experience in China for those, I guess that one semester, how did it differ from when you actually did go to the Northeastern campus and you were on the Northeastern campus as a student? So what were the kind of differences there? So my NUN China experience was probably the best semester I've had of college so far. Um, it was everything and more that I wanted. The first month was extremely difficult for me and it's because of the culture shock. You're surrounded by a bunch of people who look different to you. They don't speak your language. There's a different type of food. Um, there's a different culture and it's just culture shock. And that happens to everyone, no matter if you've traveled the world like I have, or if you've never left the United States, you're going to feel different. You're not at home anymore. It's your first semester of college. So don't be afraid to feel that way because you're going to feel that way. It might be for one week or it might be for two months. It doesn't matter. You're going to feel that way at some point. Um, and my, um, I was lucky because I was in a very small group of students. If you go to a large university and you go to the main campus on the first semester, you're going to be one of 18,000 students, one of 20,000 students, or sometimes one of 50,000 students. I went into anywhere in China and I was one of 40 students. So it was like I was back in high school again. Um, and I became very close with a small group of friends. And those people are still my friends, my closest friends today. So that's one benefit that I would say the program offers is you go into to NUN, you become very close with a small group of people and you have those people to really support you throughout college. Whereas I have friends who, who were in my high school who also go to Northeastern, but they didn't go to the NUN program. And they said their first semester was really difficult because they were one of 18,000 students, 14,000 students, and they couldn't really connect. They didn't have the opportunity to really bond. And NU in China is not um, so heavy on the academics. Um, yeah, we go to class every day, um, two or three classes a day, but we also have the opportunity to travel. We travel, I travel to all the different major cities in China, and almost every weekend there was an excursion um, where the the people, our um, our chaperones or whatever you you would like to call it, they took us on tours around the country. Um, we di- visit different museums, different restaurants, different cultural sites, and we really got to experience. Um, the culture and China um, with the group of, of 40. So that was something that was really unique in my experience. And if 
you do get accepted to Northeastern. First of all, you can apply to be part of the program. When you, in the common app, they say, are you interested? I would say definitely put yes. It does increase your chances of getting accepted. accepted and, um, and it's really just a great opportunity to start your first semester of college. So this program, anyone for you specifically, because I don't know how the other countries do it, but it's more like study abroad. It wasn't, it's not part of the co-op program, but it's just an, a study abroad as soon as you come into yeah, college. It's essentially a study abroad your first semester um, with a group of Northeastern students. Okay, so we've got an NUN. Um, we've kind of did a thorough analysis of NUN. Let's go on to co-op program. Again, tell me your process. Where did you start? I mean, how did you know you wanted to go into business? Well, you were in humanities. And then how did you transition to do a dual degree in business as well? Can you take me through your co-op program and then your actual co-op experience? Okay, so um, again, my experience was very different from traditional students. Um, where I, my first co-op, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, and I kind of struggled because I didn't really want to do a businessy co-op, um, like work at a bank or anything like that. I, I am a business student, but I'm not really interested in finance and that type of stuff. Um, so I said, okay, I'm not going to go that route. And then the other option was to sort of work for like a nonprofit or um, a government agency in the US. And I wasn't really feeling that vibe either. I was like, I'm not really sure if I want to do that. So I decided um, I'm going to try and get a co-op in Trinidad and Tobago, where I'm from. Um, and I said, I, I know the attorney general of Trinidad and Tobago, which is basically like the, the second in command of the country. Um, and I, I reached out to him. I got his email from a friend of mine I, I, and I emailed him and I basically wrote a cover letter and I sent my resume. I said, hi, um, you know. Mr. Attorney General, my name is blah, 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 blah. Um, I've met you once or twice, um, but um, I'm really interested. I said, Northeastern has this co-op program and they, Northeastern has this co-op program and I would like to do my first co-op in the Ministry of the Attorney General and Legal Affairs. And he basically uh, responded and said, Hi, um, like very nice to meet you. Um, I'll read your your cover letter and your resume, and I'll get back to you. Um, and he got back to me, and he said, "Okay, I'm going to pass you on to this contact, um, which was the human resources manager for the Ministry of the Attorney General." And I conducted some correspondence with them, and they basically said, "Like, um, uh, can you please tell us more about it, et cetera, et cetera?" And then they finally said, "You know, we'd be happy to offer you a position." Um, uh, in the in the ministry um, and they asked me if it was a paid position um, if it needed to be paid um, Northeastern has a requirement that it is paid but if it's an international co-op you don't have to get paid and I decided um, this is service to my country um, and I won't get paid so I told them no um, I don't want to be paid but um, thank you so much and um, I look forward to starting so that was that was my that was my experience and it was different because a lot of my friends and my colleagues, they had to, you know, conduct interviews. I didn't do an interview um, and they had to, um, and they applied to many places. I did not. I probably applied to like two or three other places before I reached out to the attorney general. Um, but uh, I, I didn't apply to like 10 or 12 different and I didn't go through that interview process, which in my, my opinion was a disadvantage 
because I eventually had to do a second co-op where I did have to do interviews um, and I wasn't as experienced as some of my of my friends were. Um, so yeah, that was my experience with my first co-op. That was in the Ministry of the Attorney General Legal Affairs. I worked there from January 2020 to May 2020. Um, and I basically worked in the Secretariat of the Attorney General, which is the Attorney General's office, essentially. I worked on um, drafting legislation. I worked on um, doing conducting research for court cases. The Attorney General represents the government and the state in, um, in legal matters. And I also got to participate in a lot of different um, um, lectures and that stuff from um, uh, experts in different fields of, of legal study. So I, I got exposure. I met different judges. I met different parliamentarians. I met a lot of uh, diplomats um, and that sort of stuff. So it was really, really uh, an, one of the best experiences of my life. Um, I learned a lot and I finally, and in, in that point in time, I learned that um, law school is something that I'm really interested in. I, I really love um, the concept of the law. I love the idea of writing legislation. I love the idea of using legislation to, and laws to, you know, improve society and to benefit um, the common folk. So that was something that really, that put me, um, that gave me a sense of what I really wanted to do. And it kind of like was the genesis of my, um, of my hope and my aspiration to one day attend law school. And that was my first. Yeah, well, before we get to your other co-ops, I want to ask about how the co-op fits with, I guess, curriculum at Northeastern. Cause it is different. You're not, do you, as you said yourself, you're not like, you're not required to learn you know go to lectures go to classes it's like a full-on internship job so in terms of credits and how that works for college if you do a co-op for as you said it's about six months for six months does it count as some credit for you to graduate no so that's if you look at northeastern it's different because um 80% of the students don't graduate in four years. They graduate in five years. And that's because you do the co-op program. That's mm -hmm. because you take one semester away from studying when you could be studying instead you're working. So you do get credit in the sense that you get a, a, ch a, a check to say that you've completed a co-op. It does go on your transcript. It says, okay, you've been this time. You'll say like, okay, spring, uh, fall semester, you did these classes. Spring semester, you did these classes. And then this semester, you did co-op. And then it continues going down. So it shows on your resume. And it's not like, okay, what were you doing this semester? It's it's highlighted there and it's, it's documented. Um, but most students, because they do one, two or three co-ops, they oftentimes graduate later. Or in my case, what I decided to do was um, take summer classes so I wouldn't have to graduate in more than four years. And also, I probably didn't mention this, but I also had a lot of transfer credits from high school. If you okay. do IB and you do AP courses and you do well enough on the test, you get transfer credits. So I had like 17 transfer credits. That's basically more than one semester. So I saved um, having to do one semester of courses. I saved all that money, the $35,000, and I saved the um, the time of having to take courses that I kind of already took in high school. Um, so that's that's related to college credits and co-op. And does North, because in as a general rule of thumb, most private schools don't accept credits. 
like most they don't accept high school credits, even if you do well on the AP or IBs. But Northeastern, do they take a good amount of credits from high school? Uh, I would say it depends on the, the courses you take. So I took the courses that transferred were similar courses that my high school offered and my um, and my and Northeastern offered. So because it was kind of like English courses, I didn't have to take certain English courses because it was political science courses. I didn't have to take those, um, but it's different for every school. Northeastern, you have to receive like a certain grade. So on high level courses for IB, you have to get like a five or above. And I think for AP, you have to get a four or above um, in order to, to have those, those credits transferred. All right. Okay. So now let's go to your other co-op program. So again, walk me through the second one that you did and the process of that, because you said it was a little bit more difficult than your friends because you didn't have a traditional co-op experience where you were applying to a bunch of places. So for my second co-op, it's um, it's actually a part-time co-op. Most co-ops are full-time, so you work eight hours a day um, and you get paid you know, an hourly rate. My second co-op is part-time, so I actually am doing my second co-op right now. And I work um, four to five hours a day um, at a law firm in Washington, D.C., remotely. So I'm in London right now, and I work for this law firm in Washington, D.C. Um, and I, I wasn't really sure what I was going to do this semester because um, I knew I wanted to study for the LSAT, uh, which is the law school entrance exam, which I'm currently studying right now. I also wanted to take uh, one course so I can continue with my coursework. So I'm also doing that. And then I had to decide if I was just going to do those two things or if I was also going to try and pursue a second co-op. And I decided uh, it's best if I could pursue a second co-op. So I, um, I decided I wanted to work for a smaller law firm and I wanted to work for either a nonprofit or like a boutique law firm that specializes in like a specific area. So what I did was I went on to like uh, LinkedIn jobs, um, Indeed, um, Northeastern also has like its own portal for co-op searches. So you go through that portal and you see what companies are offering and that's how you apply. Um, uh, Northeastern has a very good relationship with a lot of uh, companies and organizations. So they send in like um, application, they send in like positions that they're, they're offering and then students can apply through the, it's called NUWorks. And then you you get connected with a company and then you can do an interview. So I also looked there. And in the end, I applied to, I would say, four or five different um, different um, nonprofits and small law firms. And it was very difficult because it was during the height of the pandemic. And um, a lot of places were not hiring. Um, actually, one time I got offered an interview. And the same day that I was supposed to have an interview, the company got back to me and said, hi, I'm sorry, we can't interview you because... Um, you know, the pandemic is not improving at this point in time. And we don't really think that we'll be able to hire a, a co-op um, this cycle. So I, in the end, I kind of lost hope, but then I applied to a law firm called the Pons Law Firm, which was in Washington, DC. And I did an interview. I had never done an interview before. It was extremely difficult. And they asked me a lot of difficult questions, but they got back to me and they told me that they would uh, be happy to hire me. And that's where I'm currently working. Um, I've been working there since January. And uh, basically, I do a lot of research for them for a, a lot of different cases, criminal cases, family cases, immigration cases. And I do, they give me assignments. I do research for them, um, you know, um, researching case law, writing memorandum and that sort of stuff. And um, 
so far it's been it's been a really um a really good experience and i've learned a lot it um it's it's something that came with a challenge because i i didn't really have a lot of experience with the type of work that they had assigned me but throughout the the past couple of weeks i've been learning a lot and i think it will definitely you know help me as i move forward and in terms of northeastern itself cuz again a lot of people do co-ops and i'm sure they're really big and um notice like known companies out there that do recruit from north Eastern like allow students to come in and do a co-op. So would you say the competition is really fierce in Northeastern for these co-ops, like more competitive than cooperative? I guess those are the two words people use. Yes, it is very competitive because um, there's only a limited number of spaces and there's a lot of students applying. But I would say that most people get a co-op. Now it's different because of the pandemic, but and there's not a lot of co-op offerings or not that there's a lot, there's less than there normally is. But in general, most people, when they apply, they they do get they finally get a co-op, um, and p- most people apply. I don't know anywhere between 10, 15, 20 different co-ops, and they they probably get accepted to to one or two. Um, so it is competitive. The 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 most competitive ones like Goldman Sachs or mm-hmm. um, some of the financial companies. Um, they they're the ones that a lot of students are striving for, and many students don't get, but. At the end of the day, I firmly believe everybody gets where they're where they're meant to go, and all experience is good experience, no matter what company, one company it's it's at. And I have a question, like in terms because for you specifically, you said you wanted to go into law school and you are studying for the LSATs. So for graduate school or someone who wants to pursue a PhD, having these co-ops, having this actual sort of experience in the field that you are applying for, does that help you in any way when applying to graduate school? Uh, I haven't lived through the process. So when I, when I'm out of the, of this process, I'll let you know if it was beneficial or not. I hope it will be Um, from what I've heard it is. I mean, who wouldn't want a student who has, you know, experience within a specific industry um, a lot of graduate programs look for students who have work experience. So most students, they don't go right away from undergrad to grad. They they complete their undergraduate degree and they work for three, four, five years and they get some experience and then they decide, oh, maybe I want to go to grad school. And that's something that really gives them a leg up as compared to undergraduate students that just go right away. So the unique thing about Northeastern is that you're an undergraduate student, but you also have some work experience, which which kind of um, equates you in a sense to those students who have already graduated and um, are in the workforce and have that work experience. And I'm just asking out of curiosity, are you perhaps doing another co-op because you are in your junior year, you said, are you doing perhaps another co-op senior year? Um, As of right now, I don't think I will. There is a possibility that I'll do a short co-op or an internship of sorts in in this upcoming summer. But um, I don't think I'll be able to do a third co-op, like a third complete one um, within a full semester. See, and anything, because the Northeastern co-op is what I really wanted to focus on. It's one of the oldest co-ops and it's really, really good as well. Are there any other special programs that Northeastern offers that you think are worth mentioning? Um, off of the top of my head, no, I would say Northeastern is like an international university in the sense that we have campuses all around, um, in Canada, um, London, California, um, different parts of the United States. Um, so, uh, 
if you're really looking for an international experience and you want to not just spend four years in the same campus doing the same thing, Northeastern is a really good place to look into because you have the opportunity of studying all over the world. And in the NUN program and study abroad programs, we have something called dialogues where students spend like uh, one or two months during a summer in a specific country um, and they take two or three courses while while they're there and it's led by students at north uh, professors at northeastern that travel with the students so that's something that's also interested so um, i've been at northeastern for uh, six full semesters at northeastern university but i've only spent three semesters in boston um, i spent one semester in china one in co-op in trinidad and now i'm in co-op in london so Although I go to Northeastern University, I've only been there for one and a half years. And who would you recommend Northeastern for? Like the kind of culture on campus there is, the fact that you guys are constantly in just completely different parts of the world. You're not always necessarily on the Boston campus. Who would you recommend Northeastern for? What kind of student? Um, I would recommend Northeastern to any type of student. If you never want to leave Boston, you can stay in Boston and do a co-op in Boston. Um, if you don't even want to do a co-op, I think there's opportunities for you not to do a co-op, but you have to fulfill some type of requirement that's sort of related to co-op. And then if you're that student that wants to spend every semester in a different country or a different city, Northeastern is definitely the place for you. Um, we offer um, as much or as little as you'd like to take from the experience. And um, if there's space in your coming up and you just want to apply to a great university that's highly ranked and has a great, you know, co-op program and an international um, student body and experience, unlike most universities, then I'd say just why not? I don't think they require a, a supplemental essay like 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 the same situation was when I applied. Um, so why not just give it a try? And another question I wanted to ask is because co-ops make it competitive especially in more fields than others and you are constantly i mean if you choose to do a co-op in another city within the united states or perhaps a different country you're constantly moving around you are not always in one place so do you think that some students miss out on the college experience in northeastern or, or like do you feel like you missed out on the traditional college experience or are you fine with that? Do you think what you got from Northeastern is far better than what you could have gotten from any regular university or college? You do miss out on the traditional college experience. Um, if you decide you want to spend co-op in many different places or you want to do and you win and you want to do study abroad and you want to be all over the place um, in four years, if you want to stay at Northeastern um, and in Boston for all, f- what is it, eight semesters, that's totally up to you. Um, so um, if you if you know you want to do co-op and you want to move around, then it's definitely not going to be a traditional college experience. And for me, that's something that I was living to with, willing to live with because um, I think I got so many other opportunities that I wouldn't have got if I went to a traditional university that you know students spend all eight semesters in the same in the same campus. I mean, when I heard of Northwest. Eastern's co-op program, I was amazed. Like it, it requires a lot of maturity from a student to be able to do, but it's an incredible opportunity for so many people. In terms of Boston campus itself, Northeastern campus in Boston, what are you involved in within the school? 
So at Northeastern, I am uh, I'm part of Student Government Association. I'm a senator um, and I represent the business school. So I, we attend Senate like once a week and we propose debate um, and work through different legislation basically to improve, you know, Northeastern students' experience. Um, and then I was also the vice president of the... Um, the student affairs committee on in SGA. So we worked to, you know, all things student affairs. Um, and we worked on different projects specifically at, you know, enhancing the experience and um, improving the situation for, for the life of college students. I am also the uh, vice president of a club called international students in business. And our primary goal is to sort of foster community for international students, as well as aid them in navigating the, um, employment situation post-graduation. As you may be aware, for most international students, it's very difficult to ha- get employment because of the different laws and the way the structure is set up. So um, we work to you know, provide uh, students with the resources, the tools, and the insights needed to successfully navigate the, um, job, um, the job process once they graduate. Then um, in terms of other stuff, I'm a presidential ambassador. Um, So basically, I represent Northeastern University um, at different events for um, donors and people who are interested in learning more of the the of the school. And I also, um, you know, would meet with the president um, from time to time to give him like the view of what students are feeling on campus to kind of explain like what what the feeling on the ground is, ways that we can improve or things that they're doing well. So I would say those are the three main areas that I'm mostly involved in. Um, and like I said, it's similar to, to um, high school. Get involved early in two or three different organizations or clubs and really, you know, make, make the most of being part of those organizations, no matter what it is. Northeastern has, I think it's like 500 different um, student clubs and organizations that you can be part of. So really, you know, take advantage of that opportunity, find things that interest you and, um, you know, stick with them throughout the process so you can grow and potentially um, be have a leadership role um, as you progress through through the years. Uh, and I have a question. So Northeastern is unique in the fact that it has a lot of campuses, not just within Boston, within the United States, and then out of the United States. So for student government work, do you guys sp- focus specifically on the Boston campus or or perhaps do you guys like look at all campuses across the United States or like within San Francisco, for example, I'm sure they do like co-ops there. There's like a, a campus there maybe. Are there like separate sort of little organizations? So how does it work considering Northeastern is all over the world? I would say that um, it's, it's, it's very centralized. So most of these student organizations and clubs and our government is in, the student government is in Boston. Um, but um, I'm not really sure um, if there's other organizations and clubs in different campuses, but I would say like in general, you can go to another, um, another campus or somewhere else to study for a semester and remain part of that club or organization. It's not to say that you have to kind of like leave. For example, I, I remain a part of Senate, even though I haven't been um, in Boston this semester. So it is, it's pretty centralized in the sense that everything is kind of like run on the Boston campus in terms of student organizations and clubs. Um, but you have the the ability and the freedom to you know, move around those campuses and remain part of those um, organizations on the Boston campus. 
Oh, so it's pretty flexible for people most because most people do do co-op. Yeah, I would say so. So you can remain part of that club while you're on co-op. Um, and uh, for most people, for example, like in the the gov- student government association, some people have been like vice president and president, and they've actually been on co-op. Um, and what they do is, if they're in Boston for that co-op, they just you know after their job they come for like the meetings uh, after after their work hours or whatever. Mm, that's very interesting there. So we're coming to an end here, Jack. And there's one thing I do with everyone, and that's advice. So what advice would you give for high school students who are perhaps going through the college application process or they're entering in? What advice would you give for them? This could be anything you want. It could be related to college apps or just related to life in general. And then same thing, what would you say for college students in general? Perhaps they're coming in and they're struggling or they can't really find their place. What advice would you give for those two groups, high school students and college students? So for high school students, I would say focus on a high GPA and focus on um, focus on preparing for the SAT or the ACT well in advance so that it's not something you're um, cramming for at the end and that you really give your time enough, um, you give yourself enough time to really practice the test and to feel comfortable with it so you can get the best score possible. I'd also say that community service and extracurriculars play a very important part in um, the application process for um, college. So do dedicate yourself to one, two, or three different things that really interest you and that you think will be um, impactful to not only yourself, but to your community at large. Um, and, you know, get involved and show that you're not just, you're not just an SAT score or a, a uh, GPA, you are more than that, and that you would add value to a university. In terms of advice for a college student, well, I'm still learning it for myself. I'm not all there yet, um, but I would say that um, it's okay to be confused um, with what you're studying or what you're interested in. Uh, you don't need to decide what you're going to pursue for the rest of your life at day one. As I said, in Northeastern, for example, most students. Um, change their major three times. Some people change it five times. You can even join Northeastern and be undeclared for two, three years and not know what you, not know what specifically you want to do. But I'd say definitely commit yourself to um, getting involved on campus, to um, finding uh, something that you're interested in so you can find friends um, that align with your values and who you are. And then also try to uh, take courses that kind of are applicable to all the different majors. So if you don't really know what you want to do, um, don't um, be aware of the fact that at some point you're going to have to accumulate a certain amount of credits to fulfill a major requirement and that you don't really want to spread yourself too thin because at the end you might not have enough specific credits for a specific class to actually graduate um, on time. And then I'd also say just, you know, like I said, get involved and just really enjoy the experience because it feels like just yesterday I um, was in NU in China and now I'm looking at, you know, graduating and in, in less than, almost in less than a year. So really make the most of the experience because time really, really flies. Well, thank you very much for coming. I'm sure it's pretty late for you. So have a good night. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
That's it for my interview with Jack. I hope you enjoyed and I hope you subscribe. Check out my blog, acollegekid.com and follow me on Instagram at underscore acollegekid underscore. Next week, I'll be releasing my interview with Linda from Pomona College. I hope to see you then. (laughs) 